I've died before. It was boring, so I stood up. Hello and welcome to episode 123 of Under the Cull of MS. What's in the bag? Episode number six. <laughs> On a lot of stuff this month in the goodies catalogs. Uh, things are going a lot, a lot longer than I expected. I figured we could have got done like four episodes, but. Hopefully we can finish it up with this one or one more. We're going to start out with some Star Wars. We got Star Wars Empire Strikes Back 40th Anniversary Covers by Chris Sprouse and Marvel Comics. We've never seen Empire quite like this. Celebrate the 40th anniversary of one of the all-time great cinematic sequels. Marvel asked enthusiastic artist Chris Sprouse to retell The Empire Strikes Back in a stunning series of variant covers. Month by month across multiple Star Wars series, the film's unforgettable moments played out through Sprouse's exquisite artwork. Now the whole story of the resurgent Empire targeting the Rebel Alliance's icy base on Hoth and every momentous event that follows Collected in a single celebratory issue. Bounty hunters target Han Solo. Luke Skywalker seeks out Jedi Master Yoda. Feelings run high between Han and Leia. And as the battle begins for Skywalker's soul, will his fear lead to anger, hate, and the dark side? The one shot. Check it out. I don't know. I'm guessing there's no story. I'm guessing it's just. A ton of covers, but I could be wrong. They could have a storyline in there, too. But if you like Star Wars, the covers alone are worth it. <laughs> They're better than stories half the time. <laughs> in my opinion. Sticking with the old Star Wars. We got Star Wars Scratch Artist Classic Movie Posters Trade Paperback. By Thunder Bay Press. Use the included stylus to reveal 16 Star Wars posters from across all three trilogies. Each of the etching pages has lines to follow, and then it's up to you how much color to infuse into the into the image. An introductory section describes how to etch for the best results and includes fascinating history and details about the films and their posters. Each page is easy to remove so that the finished masterpieces can be displayed on your wall. You can frame them up or whatever. But this way, you're not just getting the posters. You're getting something to do, something to entertain you. I don't know if you ever did it in your childhood where you'd take your crayons Scribble a bunch of different colors and then cover it in black and then you just etch through it with a hard tip item, a scribe or something. And then you could make your own designs on there and you'd have these multicolored cool designs pop out. But yeah. we used to enjoy doing those. I'm not sure about these things. I did buy one. I can't remember what it was. I think it was Deadpool related. But I'm not 
positive. But it's like by the time you're done scratching on it, you got to be careful. You got to be methodical on how you scrape it and do it. Because if you get bored and you start going crazy and scraping it all, you're just going to have a poster that has a bunch of scratchy lines across it that you'll see at certain angles. So it's like definitely be careful when you are doing those. But they are fun. Gives you something to do. I don't know about paying 20 bucks for it, but we will see down the line. If I find, a de- find it on deal, I'd pick it up. And then with Star Wars, they had six little Grogu, Baby Yoda type figures. First run of them. Well, now they got the season two ones out. And they're pretty pretty cool looking again. I am going to have to get some of them, but you got Grogu trying to has a spoon and he's trying to eat the octopus creature. Got him drinking coffee from a cup or whatever. Or I'm guessing Banta milk or something like that. And then you got him getting in trouble, getting into the vat of eggs <laughs> and one with the sad look on his face with his ears down which is cute and then you got one where he's popping out of the mandalorian's helmet and another one where he's holding on to something <clears throat> but those are cute they're nice they're only a couple inches tall so it's nice and easy to put in your collection and they also have some standees this month for sale. Oh, by the way, those were from Hasbro. And then the standees are from Advanced Graphics. But some of the ones they have up is Magistrate Grief Karga from Season 2. These are all Season 2 related. They have Marshall Cobb, Banth. And they have the Mandalorian and the Child. If you want a life-size stand-up in your house to scare the shit out of yourself in the middle of the night or something like that. Or... <laughs> I have a friend that is obsessed with Marilyn Monroe, and when he wasn't at home one day, I had a Marilyn Monroe stand-up, so I went to his house, and just inside his screen door, I put the stand-up with her face up against a little tiny window on the inside door, so when he came home, he's like, what the hell, someone's standing in my doorway, looking in my window, (laughs) caught him by surprise. Standees are good for something. Now, this one, I know they had to run a long time ago. I got some of them, but Strange attra- strange Attractors. It's Alive, number one. These are by, they're by It's Alive, I guess. I don't think the original Strange attack, Attractors was by that company. I think it was by a different company. Return of indie comic book sensation Strange Attractors. Sophie, curator of a futuristic museum, is caught up in an adventure involving science, magic, mathematics, and comic books. Sophie finds a mysterious medallion and meets Messon, both of which will change her life forever. Each issue has a standard cover, a retro cover, and a guest artist variant cover. 
This issue guest artist is Wandering Star creator Terry S. Wood. Like I said, I have some strange attractor comics. I don't think I ever read them. But I will have to look. I could be wrong. It could be some some other strange something comics, but I thought it was strange attractors. We will see. I will talk about them in the future if I do have them. And then, yeah, I do, because the cover B is the Michael Cohan retro cover, and I have that one, the original. It looks a lot like that. I don't know if it's exactly like that, but I do have a cover that looks like that somewhere. Yeah, check those out. Three different covers for each one when they come out. Then for the kitties, nice family-friendly book, Summer Adventure for Groot hardcover from Marvel Press. It's finally summertime. The Guardians of the Galaxy are off on a trip to map the cosmos with plans to see as much as possible in one day. Surfing the waves of Zenla and riding a tandem bike on Morag to playing hide-and-seek in Asgard and enjoying a dazzling display of fireworks on Xandar. Rocket and Groot are determined to enjoy all the best activities that summer in space has to offer. Young readers will be inspired to create their own to-do list for the ultimate summer adventure. I don't know how you really celebrate summer in space. I just assume space is always the same. So <laughs> I don't think it matters whether it's summer, fall, winter, or spring. Check that out. Rocket and Groot. Usually, I've never been failed by them. So they're usually always a fun team up. Then we got Sunday's Fun Day, Charlie Brown, soft cover by Titan Comics. It contains some of the most charming and iconic adventures for the Peanuts gang from 1962 through 1965. One enlightening strip, Linus tries his hand at becoming an author. In another, we get to witness the birth of the skateboarding craze. And the whole gang gets to enjoy the excitement of the first snowfall. They say this is a some of the most charming and iconic adventures. So maybe they're not all a bunch of dicks to Charlie Brown in this one. <laughs> but we will see. Something I'd like to pick up for my Sunday Comics edition. We will see if we decide to check it out. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Can't go wrong with anything with them. But you got, uh, they have a 1980s patch. I think they have a few patches by Zen Monkey Studios. And this is one with Michelangelo swinging the nunchucks about and spinning them away. So if you like patches, check that out. And then they have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic pin, Donatello figure, which looks cool. And I'm sure they had other ones, but that's the one that I like the most. So I checked that out. And then we got, they're still continuing on with Vampirella's Dark 
powers, which I said I still ain't really impressed with it, but we will see. And the Vampirella vs. Purgatories issue two will be coming out, which I still haven't got issue one, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what that has to offer. I don't know why I put this in. Oh, yeah, now I do. Venom, volume four, number 35. They're doing a bunch of number 200 comics covers. So check those out. Uh, it's uh, the final chapter in the Book of Venom by Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman. This is it. Venomaniacs, Venomaniacs the landmark 200th issue starring the most sinister symbiote in the Marvel Universe arrives. And after this, nothing will be the same. From Donny Cates, Ryan Stegman, and the and a who's who of artists from the issues that tore Eddie Brock's life asunder and brought the King in Black to Earth, comes the first chapter of the rest of Venom's life. But in Null's Awake, what even remains of the lethal protect? Uh, yeah, by Marvel Comics, they got, God, looks like three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, nineteen different covers for that one. But I'm guessing these number two hundreds are gonna be run over some other stuff too. But check those out, and they one of the covers is gonna be a Rob Liefeld. Deadpool 30th anniversary cover, which is the one I'd probably get, but they don't have an image for it yet. I do like the cover M, the Mr. Garson cover. It's a cool little effect on the cover. All right. We got the Vietnam Horror. I mentioned last month, I don't know if I went into detail on it or not. But it's by Behemoth Entertainment, LLC. And they got issue two coming out for that. Art Balthazar is been, has been buying up and he collects the vinyl soda characters. And they got all brand new ones coming out that hopefully he'll see and get all excited about. But uh, they got the Chester's. Chester Cheetah from Cheetos. And these are all by Funko that's doing them. That's those plastic eat tall. Taller, like, I don't know, like six inch or so figures. They're kind of like, they feel kind of like a dog toy. <laughs> but they are kind of cool. Like They also have Duck Dodgers, which is one that I, <laughs> I'd put on my shelf along with Chester Cheetah. And they have a Snake Plissken from Escape from New York. Figure that one's cool. If you're into the Luchadors, they have a Luchador Venom figure. And they have a Vampire Jack Nightmare Before Christmas figure. And speaking of Jack, good old Jack. He's, they have the Shining Jack Torrance vinyl figure. And I'm sure they'll keep pumping those out like crazy. So you'll have a 
a variety of different ones that will be appearing in the near future, I'm sure. And then you got vulner vulnerability is my superpower. Underpants and overbites trade paperback by Andrews McNeil McNeil Publishing. A sweet, instantly relatable diary comic about self-discovery, mental health, relationships, and childhood. From bouts with anxiety and insecurity to the thrill of simple pleasures like secretly trying other people's coats on at a party. She's figuring things out as she goes along, navigating domestic life with her husband, at, a.k.a. the purple guy, and sharing her most embarrassing thoughts and habits so you don't have to. A sweet, instantly relatable diary. Oh, that's the same description. Why would they double it up? But, yeah, it's I've done the underpants and overbites uh, on the Sunday comics. In the past, they're single little episodes, and I'm sure that has some good, enjoyable stuff in it. If you like that at all. And then one run that I'm still waiting on. I haven't got my first number one yet. I just had that one shot that I talked about in the past, but the Warcorns Combat, Combat Unicorns for Hire, they're up to issue four. So check those out. And then we got Way of the Hive, a honey bees story, trade paperback. Harper Alley. Unlock, unlock the mystery of one of the ecosystem's most vital creatures, the honeybee. In this informative and fun graphic novel about a bee named Nayuki. Nayuki is a brand new honeybee, and she has a lot of questions. Like... When does a bee go through metamorphosis? Why does a queen bee sometimes leave her hive? Where does all this honey come from anyway? But Nayuki's biggest question is, what is the inner voice I hear? And why does it tell me to go forth to adventure? Follow Nayuki on a lifelong journey as she annoys her sisters, avoids predators, and learns to trust her inner voice as she masters the way of the hive. And if you still have questions by the end, the back of the book uncovers even more mysteries about the lives of these incredible insects. Hey, I love bees because if they weren't here, we'd all be dead. Uh, we need them to survive. They have to pollinate stuff to, for us. And the only problem I got with this is i don't know if it's because of the times and they're doing all that stuff but they're making the be a female i thought all the worker bees were male and the uh, queen was the only female but i could be wrong and i'm not positive on that i could could be male and female but have to look into that Sure, it's a very enjoyable story, so it doesn't really matter whether they're male or female. But yeah, it's, when you're talking about realistic stuff, I like to be more specific. But you got Way of X, number one. Cover B is a nice wraparound cover for it. But The Way to the Future of X, 
Mutant kind has built a new Eden, but there are serpents in this garden. Some mutants struggle to fit in. Some mutants turn to violence and death. And the children whisper of the patchwork man, singing in their hearts. Only one mutant senses the looming shadows, snared by questions of death, law, and love. Only Nightcrawler can fight for the soul of Kuroka. Kuroko. Rocko. <laughs> Only he and the curious crew he assembles can help mutants to fight, defeat their inner darkness and find a new way to live. Check that out if it interests you. I don't know if that's running off anything with the uh, uh, X-Men and stuff. I'm not sure where that's all coming from. So, But I like the wraparound cover. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this. Yeah, I did. But you can get the What If original Marvel series Omnibus Volume 1 hardcover. They got that coming out. If you liked any of the one if, What If comics, most of them were pretty enjoyable. Uh, the They have a Women of Marvel one-shot coming out. Who runs the world? You already know. Celebrate the Women of Marvel with an extravaganza of extraordinary talent. The future is female. Get in on the ground floor with this, amazing, with this amazing assembly of writers and artists from all over entertainment. And say like, there's tons of different people doing this. You, we've been waiting for this. We've been seeing all kinds of things in the past. So now they got, well, a one shot. It's not an ongoing series, but I'm sure they'll, We'll see more in the future. At, uh, you promised me darkness, number one. Approximately every 75 years, Haley's Comet orbit, orbits around the sun. And every time this happens, people around the world are born with incredible abilities. Special auras that grant them with supernatural skills. But those auras can also be cursed. Yoko and Sebastian, two siblings with special auras, are constantly running from an evil being known as the Anti-Everything, who feeds from these special auras, getting stronger with each intake. This being is obsessed with these brothers' auras and will not stop until he feasts on them. That's by Behemoth Entertainment. Check it out. All right, now we got, we're down to the last one. We're going to actually finish this off. Holy cow. We got Zombie Proof Zombie Zoo one shot. Uh, the covers aren't appearing yet. They aren't showing them yet, but they look like they have multiple covers. Five years ago, Zombie Proof Zombie Zoo one shot was the first comic American Mythology Productions published. The rarest version of that initial release was the limited variant cover edition created exclusively for Jeppy's Entertainment Museum in Baltimore and offered as part of their citywide Zombie Graz 6 celebration. Now we are pleased to offer these original uncirculated first printing copies for 
first time ever in previews. The story, this is this is what happens when the government swears animals can't contract the zombie plague. You can guess how that goes. 48 pages, all color, uh, by American mythology. So check those out. See if you like them. Uh, that finishes off all the up-and-coming goodies. Since I got a little bit of time, I don't think I was able to give you a description on Wild Bull and Chipper uh, last month. It's Wild Bull and Chipper number one by Scout Comics. Chipper has the ability to give others superpower, but he's not the best judge of character. He's made some mistakes, accidentally creating the first supervillains who better, who better to help him than the most heroic person he ever knew in school. The only problem is Chipper hasn't aged, but Bull is 30 years older. It just sounds like a goofy comic. I scout comics. Most of theirs are fun. You can check those out. And then, since we got a little time left, I'm going to also give you a little thing about the Warcorns Combat Unicorns for Hire, in case you're not sure about what they are. But on their first mission to Depelion, Alpha Team are sidelined by an abandoned space station that seems to have been attacked by mysterious monsters. While searching the wreckage for survivors, the Warcorns meet a lethal new ally. Uh, this is just an interesting thing, that one shot I did. It's like the one heavy gun unicorn. He'll eat different crayons that give him different powers. Stuff like that. It just It was a fun little team up. But I'm curious where this went. Because if you do read the one shot, certain things happen that you're kind of surprised that you see things in the future runs. Check those out. That's all we got for you for the previews this month. Oh, that could end it with uh, some weird note news. See what we got. <laughs> Old strange sex laws. <laughs> In Oblong, Illinois, it's punishable by law make love while hunting or fishing on your wedding day. <laughs> it's like the old men <laughs> just reminded me of that. Like... <clears throat> and then another one is no man is allowed to make love to his wife with the smell of garlic, onions, or sardines on his breath in Alexandria, Minnesota. If his wife so requests, Law mandates that he must brush his teeth. In Ames, Iowa, after lovemaking, a man isn't allowed to take more than three gulps of beer while lying in bed with you or holding you in his arms. <laughs> uh, how do they keep track of these things and how did these laws just come in? 
come into effect, something happened that had to happen that was bad enough to cause them to come up with these weird laws. One last one. In Bozeman, Bozeman, Montana, they have a law that, or had a law, that bans all sexual activity between members of the opposite sex in the front yard of a home after sundown if they're nude. <laughs> but if you got your socks on, you're fine. <laughs> or daytime safe or same sex is safe. <laughs> Don't know about how that one goes. But yeah, it's a little comedy to end the segment. Check out Crimson Call Comic Book Club. A group of different people sit there and talk about comics in a friendly uh, atmosphere. And then check out the regular Under the Call, which is who knows what we're going to talk about on there. And that one could be non-family friendly. So check those out. You can catch them in video or audio form if you want to hop on. And join us with Crimson Cowl. You can hook up with us on Zoom. Go to our go to the Crimson Cowl Comic Book Club page on Facebook and find out inf- more information through there. Or whatever. Other than that, be good to yourself. Be good to others. We'll talk to you soon. And hope you have a great weekend.